Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with Canadian-based SEO expert, artist, and musician, David Fox. He is quite talented in music and art as a visual artist, along with owning .ninja SEO. The company is a Cambridge, Ontario-based SEO company focusing on helping small to medium-sized businesses improve their online presence using a range of SEO and SEM techniques. He's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Hey, it's Joe Domino. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. Thanks for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. No problem. So you have the interesting mix of things that make you who you are. And before we get into that, I want to know, first and foremost, how did you survive COVID as an artist? How, how did you get through that time? And how has that changed you now that we're kind of coming out of it? Well, I was already doing like online marketing um, so that was kind of fortuitous that I was doing that. Um, my art is sort of like mixed in with the marketing now. So I, I was always sort of, uh, an artist first in the past. And then at some point, like before COVID, I decided to like look into online marketing stuff and that sort of took a, took a foothold and I was able to sort of make inroads there. And, and that was, what I kind of did for the whole pandemic is just continue doing my online marketing stuff. So you are based in Ontario, correct? Yeah. Okay. Are you originally from there? Yep. Okay. So, you know, you, you are obviously a highly driven artistic person. How did all of this begin to you? Talk to me a little bit about your childhood and maybe some artistic musical influences on your life. Well, I've always been sort of a, like a drawing and painting kind of guy. Like I've sort of started doodling and whatnot when I was really young, like three or four. I don't know what it was, like how I got into it. I just had the materials handy, you know, like I was given like paintbrushes and pencils and things like that. So I was starting to draw on things and paint on stuff. And uh, I just, um, I don't know, it's just like I came from a sort of, I guess, artistic family where people were kind of sort of free to do that, those kind of things. So that's sort of how I got going when I was a kid. And then I just sort of obsessively dr was uh, drawing stuff throughout my childhood, you know, because of um, growing up in the 80s. I just watched a lot of uh, cartoons and whatnot. So I was influenced by just like the TV and all the stuff that was on TV and cartoons and shows and stuff like that. So that kind of got me kind of ramped up to do more art stuff and I was sort of thinking about characters and thinking about um you know just like this sort of fantasy world that uh, that was sort of part of the 80s culture you know yeah totally and and I live that too so I understand how pervasive and prevalent that was and so how do you put your art do you have shows how do you exhibit your work um well, typically I've just sort of, uh, I've haven't really gone to galleries so much as like, I'll just walk into a, an establishment, like a restaurant or a bar or something, someplace that looks like it could use, uh, you know, some cool art on the wall and stuff that sort of suits my aesthetic. And then I'll just talk to the owner and I'll try to get, get in there. I'll see if they have like a, what kind of schedule they have for, you know, for artists that they have, if they have shows or not. And, you know, just paying attention to like different different shows that are happening that could involve me. Um, like my general area here in Ontario is more of a 
traditional art kind of uh, place, I guess. Like, it's not really like the kind of art that I do is more uh, would suit more to like a I don't know, like a wacky New York kind of scene or something. But here it's more like um, more traditional stuff. So I kind of pick and choose where I kind of try to get my stuff out there. And, and then now it's like online is sort of an option as well. So it's just uh, fully kind of try to embrace the, the options that I have, you know? Yeah. So, and you're also a musician. So are you a drummer? I'm a drummer. I write songs. I, uh, I kind of do, I wouldn't say I do everything. <clears throat> I wouldn't say I do everything, um, you know, super well. I'm like a, I'm, I'm a pretty good songwriter. I think I'm more of a songwriter than I'm, than I am like a, like a player. Like I can play guitar. I can play drums. I think I play drums better than I play guitar for sure. And like, I also sing and stuff. So I, cause I've been teaching music for like a long time. So like I went from like playing music to teaching it. So, uh, eventually I kind of got into the groove of just like, you know, teaching and like learning the fundamentals of, you know, all the instruments, the basic instruments, nothing like, I don't play any woodwinds or anything like that, but, um, just the basic rock instruments. <laughs> Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. So, how uh, how do you parlay through all of these these interests do you have in these vocations, so to speak? You know, being a musician, a teacher, yeah. being an artist, and having a marketing influence. How do all of these come together to form your head? Um, well, I kind of have a like OCD, so um, I guess in the sense of like I'm fairly obs- I'm fairly obsessively minded in terms of just like pursuing certain things like if I get kind of into something I just I I kind of just do it for all the time for as long as I can handle it and uh so these things kind of they I wouldn't say they integrate necessarily even well because like um I don't know like they music and art are kind of a hard thing I've found to market like in the way in the way that I market other things online because um Normally, with the online marketing that I do, it's sort of more like affiliate and niche-related websites and um, things that are, like, sort of easier to market. And art is sort of one of the tougher markets to, to market. So it's, like, a, a thing that I've always been, like, in the past five, ten years, I've been trying to, like, pull art into the into the marketing world without actually, like, completely um, compromising sort of what I what I like to do. So it's sort of like a big... It's a big mishmash of um, things happening, but I'm, I try to, like, see what is sort of important to me at the time and just, like, uh, focus on, you know, for making money or whatever. I have to kind of focus on that because certain things that I like to do might not be as profitable as other things that I that I can do. Oh, I get that. Believe me. I, I, yeah. I diversified myself as well. I know how that works. you got to have a yeah. day job. You have to have income. So. Let's say you're yeah. part of a bunch of grade school kids at a career day, and one of the kids looks up at you, third grader, fourth grader, and they look mm-hmm. at you and say, what do you do? What's your job? What do you wake up and do every day? How would you answer that? <laughs> well, um, I'd say in more recent times I've been doing uh, online marketing stuff, so basically like building websites, uh, doing SEO stuff to those websites. So it's like uh, optimizing the searchability of websites in Google um, researching and sort of exploring different markets and niches and stuff. So like say coffee would be one of them that I've explored for a lot of time. So I've, um, you know, I'll pick a market that sounds up my alley and I'll kind of explore it and look, look at the keywords and look at the, the products. I've done some, uh, 
drop shipping uh, for a couple years. And so drop shipping is one of those things too that like um not like a grade three a grade three kid wouldn't um have any clue what that is. It's much much less like some adults have no idea what it is. And affiliate marketing too is sort of similar. Like these are kind of obscure things that can make money but they're also kind of obscure. So it's I'd have to sit there or I'd have to explain it like a little bit for a for a little bit of time just to, to get them to have an idea what that what I'm talking about. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. So, speaking of art and music, uh, more specifically, you know, we all have role models and heroes in our lives. Who have those been for you? Who have you admired and looked up to that's influenced the way that you produce and create? Um, I'd say, well, for music, it's like I, I listen to a lot of different kinds of music. So, um, <clears throat> I would, I have like, like for instance, right here, I have like a. I still have a bunch of CDs. I still have like a thousand or so CDs in my collection that I haven't gotten rid of. So I keep accumulating like stuff that, you know, from from artists that I've listened to over the years, and and there's lots of different uh, people that I kind of look up to as far as as far as artistically, I guess. So I mean, I could list off a few people that that um, I listen to, and like I just I'm just looking at my CD wall here, and there's just like. Um, Let's see what I got here. Uh, let me see. Uh, Gene Vincent, uh, Slayer. I'm just looking at random CDs. Magazine, Fuji's. Uh, nice. Just like there's like a real assortment of things on here, like different genres, like Depeche Mode, uh, Soft Machine, Pulp, uh, the Meat Puppets, the Platters. Like there's just so many things, right? It's just like a it's like going to the beat goes on or something. I was just like a C a CD store. There's tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. So if you could meet one person alive on the planet right now, who would it be? That's a toughie because uh, there's so many people that I guess I wouldn't mind chatting with. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind talking to Frashanti from the Chili Peppers just because I've listened to his his music a lot. And yeah, he's definitely like an inspirational kind of figure to me because. You know, I sort of have followed his career through the years and stuff, and just like his solo projects, and and you know, I kind of relate to his playing a lot. So, and I'll turn if I go on YouTube, I'll just randomly check out like say Chili Peppers. I check out a lot of stuff, so it depends what pops into my head. But uh, yeah, definitely. Do you know who I'm, you know who that is? Like, I oh yeah, John Frusciante. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Most people that are in music. Yeah, in and out of the band. In fact, my wife and I always make a joke. Anytime we get in the car or we get together, the Chili Peppers play every time. We just look at each other and we're like, here it goes. You know? <laughs> and it could be anything. It could be, it could be Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It could be Californication. Whatever era or genre, it's like it's going to happen when we get together. We just we make it happen. So, <laughs> Like you, like on, but, the, on the radio or? Anywhere. I mean, we could be like at a, at a like a outside walking somewhere where there's like mm -hmm. moderate shopping and they're playing music, and we're like, "What is going on?" I mean, we could be waiting <laughs> to like see like a Ben Folds show in Lawrence. I think we we went like back in yeah. May when things were opening up, and and one of the songs they played in that hall we were at was a Chili Peppers song, and it was like, "Oh wow, every time. yeah, so yeah, it just, could like, be anything. Around. It's random." Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. So, interesting uh, yeah but uh that's cool yeah so it is yeah it's kind of it's kind of one of our it's developed into one of our things um in fact we just took a road trip from kansas city to 
San Diego, and shortly after we crossed the the line in California, mm -hmm. maybe an hour into it, Californication came on. It's like here we are, we're in California, <laughs> and they're following us. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty cool. Sounds yeah. like it. They have it. They're they got they're it. watching they got you. On us. Yep, they are totally following us. Um, so, what has been one of the best fan responses that you've ever gotten from? you know, something that you've created? Ah, uh, let's see. I don't know. Like, um, like I'm kind of a locally, like in my town, like I've been around for a long time. So I get, I get some props from people for doing like music or art or whatever. Like I don't, I don't know. I get random uh, appreciation from s specific people sometimes. Like, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but just like I know a lot of people and people, you know, they're they're quiet. They won't say anything for like a while, and then and then people will come out of the woodwork and they'll say something nice to me about something that they saw or that whatever. Um, like I played a show last week and it was like a like a charity kind of concert for like it was like a backyard concert. It was like the first sort of backyard concert that uh, I've played in like I guess years, you know, because of COVID. So uh, that that was cool, like to actually you know. Get play play a play a real show that with like sort of a purpose and stuff like that. So uh, that was pretty good. Like people were kind of like you know it's like I always sort of uh, between shows I'm always thinking about like you know how I've progressed or something. Like I always you know get excited to sort of show people like the new stuff that I'm that I'm doing and and whatnot. So uh, I don't know. I can't say that anyone like notable has like come along and said anything like you know, uh, amazing to me, but there's, there's people that come, come, come out of the woodwork and say things to me that, that are, that are nice. So if you have a dream tonight and you run into a younger version of yourself, you know, say yeah. in your twenties and you could give mm -hmm. your young version one piece of advice based on what you've learned throughout all these years, what would you tell mm -hmm. your younger version? Um, yeah, I think like, cause I went to school for fine arts, like in university and, the thing that I kind of regret about that is that they didn't really teach too much in the way of like uh, marketing yourself. So uh, like we learned all these fine arts kind of skills and it was, it was cool to learn the techniques and stuff like that. But then once you get out of school, um, you, you're just sort of thrown into the, thrown off a cliff. You're just sort of, you don't know what to do with as far as who to approach or, or things like that. Like I just had no basis for a kind of, marketing stuff and also like there's stuff on the computer that I learned like way later like you know five ten years ago that I wish I would have learned like 20 years ago because I was playing catch up with a lot of the stuff uh that I learned with computer like online marketing so that's yeah, stuff that I wish that I would have um you know been been told at some point by someone just because because the art uh, world is so hard too, and music, they're both equivalently difficult to, uh, you know, kind of market effectively. And, uh, you know, I'm just starting to learn it now more than, you know, more than anything. So back in the day when I was like 20, I was really clueless as far as how to approach things, you know, as far as how I, how I could profit from the stuff that I like to do. Yeah, I understand. So everyone has mm -hmm. a perception of you, an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, you know, mm -hmm. uh, clients, but you ultimately live your life. 
What's right. your perception of you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good question. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know. It's because people do have certain perceptions of you. So when you walk, like when you sort of walk into a certain situation with certain people, they, they kind of think they know who you are and, and you have to kind of, you have to kind of act accordingly because, you know, you don't want to just like come across as completely schizophrenic to everybody that you know. So you're, you have your way of acting with your family and you have your way of acting with uh, certain people. So I don't know, like for me personally, like I have a pretty solid idea of like how I think, you know, who I am when I'm by myself, but yeah, you have to sort of tweak it as you go through the day because people are sort of expecting different things from you. So I know people are ultimately very, um, you know, self, self, uh, what am I trying to say? Like selfish kind of like you want to just do your thing the way you want to do it. And for me, I kind of like have a thing where I do stuff and, you know, if people don't get it, like I, I don't really care. Like I'm a pretty nice person to people and like, but, um, if when I walk away from them, I'm kind of like just, I'm going to do my thing ultimately. So it's a bit, um, I don't know if I'm making any sense or not, but <laughs> um, no, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's that makes sense. And th- that's kind of the framework for that question is kind of wide open. So talk to me a little bit about what if anybody wants to get into the world of David Fox, whether it's with SEO, art, mm-hmm. music, where do they go? How can they figure it out? How can they buy and consume what you do? Um, well, I have a website, David, uh, charlesfoxart.com and that's where I'm sort of selling my uh, my artwork so I think I got that right davidcharlesfoxart.com and uh, for music I have Young Coconut which is out there um, like on on Spotify and other platforms uh, so the music is Young Coconut um, the art is davidcharlesfoxart.com on, online I don't know what else and then there's Dot Ninja SEO which is which is my SEO kind of blog company. Like I have a sort of a, a website there and it's sort of like half blog, half offering services. So it's out there. Like I have a lot of different spots that people can go to check me out. Wonderful. David, hey man, thanks for opening up. Good luck with everything. It was great to get to know you, man. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot for the call. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, and music around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>